This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, Matt. So the NFL has now passed the fair catch on a kickoff rule. This is the college rule, essentially. Yeah. What's going to happen now is if a team pooches a kickoff or just tries to get you down to the five or inside the 10 or whatever, if the kick returner fair catches it, which by the way, you could always fair catch a kickoff. It's always been allowed. The difference Mm -hmm. is you'd get the ball there. Whereas now if you're inside the 25 yard line, it goes right to the 25 yard line. It's essentially considered a touchback. If you Mm -hmm. fair catch it at the 30, you get it at the 30 or the 27, Mm -hmm. you get the 27. But if it's inside the 25 yard line, it goes to the 25 yard line. I, at the owners meetings in Arizona, This was brought up. I asked several people about this, personnel people around the league, coaches, and basically to a person, they said they didn't like it. They didn't like it because it's strategy. It's football. Like this is how you basically try to be better than your opponent. And personnel people said this to me, which is rosters have guys on their team. They're paying specifically to cover kicks. It's not as easy as just, we'll just cut those guys. You Mm -hmm. got money tied up, cap hit implications. If you're going to do it, wait a couple years so teams can adjust their roster. That's not the case. The NFL did it now. I, I still, I hear what you're saying and I understand their viewpoint. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it's something that will really be in play that often, unless I'm completely wrong. And maybe there's special teams coordinators out there who are like, you will try and kick it short of the goal line. And we're going to dare them to just basically take it at the 25 and we know that we're not going to give up a big return. or We know that something bad isn't going to happen or anything like that. Maybe that's the case. I just so don't what see do you that. It's ha- not going to happen that much because you're haven't we seen a lot of teams kicking it just short of the goal line over the last several years? The Bills do it a lot. Yeah. Well, they didn't do it when they were supposed to on the biggest. Correct. And, and by the way, and by the way, that is actually a great point to bring up that this is when it would really matter. If you're mm-hmm. in a situation at the end of a game where you try to pooch it and say, hey, just pooch kick it. That team's going to fair catch it, get it at the 25-yard line. So you're right mm-hmm. about that. But I am saying on a week-to-week basis, Tyler Bass, this is something they've done with him. They've asked him to kick it down to the two- or three-yard line, and he's done a pretty good job of that when they've asked him to do it. I guess the question is, do you know if the if the fair catch attempt is muffed? Is it a live ball? Yes, of course. Okay, so but like it's not it's just like, like a punt then. Okay, so it's just like a punt then. Um, is the rule still in place where if you, if you catch it with one foot inbounds and one foot out of bounds that you get it at the 40, I would think that why would that have to do with anything? I guess it wouldn't, but I'm just saying like, 
the sidelines have never really been in play. So even if they just kick it short, I, I don't know. I just think that what's the difference between fair catching it or just letting it go into the end zone and getting it at the 25. Cause it's not like, because I, most, I, because most, a lot of balls that land at the five aren't going to go in the end zone. They might come backward. They might like, you just don't take that chance sometimes. Yeah. But with the bills, I, chance. yeah, I guess you're right. I just don't think it's going to be it's that. A, it's a live play. ball. Once it goes 10 yards. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm just saying Unless like, it goes in the end zone. That is a touchback. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I just, there are not, I know that that's something that they've tried to do. And every time they do it, the 13 seconds gets brought up and you're like, why couldn't you do that there? That's something that Tyler Bass. Well, they could have squibbed it at 13 seconds. And that yes. would have taken this out of play completely. In which is what I think now is just going to happen. I think teams are just going to squib kicks because then, you know, you take the fair catch rule out of it, you can still kick it short, and you're still hoping the chaos happens. Okay, so then my point is, then it does matter a ton if teams are going to do that. That's a I huge difference to squib kick. Like, most squib kicks are going to be fielded at, like, the 15-yard line by the up man. I just don't think the personnel makes that big of a difference. Like, I think that's teams in the NFL not wanting change. Maybe it impacts the gameplay more, but from a personnel standpoint, I don't think it makes that big of a difference. I don't think okay, there's so any ro- I don't think there's any roster decisions the Bills are making based off of this new rule. It's close. I you might be right. I think about a guy like, like Tyler Medikevich. Like Saran Neal. Tyler Tyler, Medic- Tyler, no, Saran Neal's different. He's a gunner on punts. Yeah. Tyler Medikevich is not. Tyler Medikevich is a kickoff tackling guy. Mm-hmm. Like, so you what think, is his use? What's his use now? Is he you still you can still keep him on the team and say, yeah, we're still going to use you like that. But couldn't you make an argument that a guy like that who had literally has led the NFL in special teams tackles over the last several years? I don't know if he still does. I know he did as of a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like that guy is getting over a million dollars a year mm-hmm. to cover kicks. That's his job. But do you really think teams will start doing the fair catching that much that you have no, not you have no need, but you make that person obsolete? Um, I do think teams will start fair catching more. Yes. Okay. I don't think it's going, I do agree with you that it's not going to lead to a lot of teams doing what you're saying because so many guys have like a Saran Neal on their team, as opposed to Tyler Medikevich, where they do have multiple roles. Even Tyler Medikevich does. He plays on punt Mm -hmm. team. He plays on kick return things like yeah. that. I, I just think this is interesting. I want to see how this is played out because why were so many special teams coaches opposed to it? Because it's a strategy to try and pit a team deep. I think they're also opposed to it because a lot of people in the NFL don't like change, even when change yeah. makes sense. And I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Now, my point is probably, I probably did a bad job of explaining it. I think my moral is just like, it really is not going to change that much. At least that's my oh, really? opinion on it. I really yeah. don't think this is going to have that big of a difference on a game that we watch. And if it does and I'm wrong, then I guess I'm wrong. I just don't think – I think teams are still going to trust their guys to try and make a play. So the fair catches aren't going to happen. If you're the Bills and you're paying Naheem Hines and Deontay Hardy and you're paying these guys decent money to be your primary special teams returners, you're going to try and let them make a play. You just are. So I, I think that's right, especially – See, here's what where it could really matter. If there are teams that say, hey, we got to just, we're going to lighten up on these guys we're paying to cover kicks. It's not going to matter. Now, the other team may say, well, if you're not going to prioritize covering the kick, we're Mm going to return it down your throat. Yeah, you might be right. I just think that it's one of those. Go ahead. You were looking about to say. So so I do think a guy like Naeem Hines would come into play even more so as a return man in that play. You tell him, Mm -hmm. hey, just take it down. They don't have the guys to cover the kick. But 
I think from my standpoint as a return, if I'm if I'm the special teams coach, mm-hmm. I think I'm instructing my guys to fair catch if it's near the five, if it's near the two three yard line. I'm just gonna we're just get get to the twenty five yard line, dude. Why why risk a fumble? Why risk it? You, Normally you're gonna the average starting field position is right around there anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that it, it's all risk reward. It's what are you mm-hmm. looking for? Are you willing to? I think back to the Taiwan Jones play against the Steelers. When he got it in the end zone, he tried to take it out, then he tried to run sideways, and the Bills took over at the two-yard line. Now, luckily, they had a 98-yard touchdown, so it really didn't matter. But that's the risk that you're kind of coming into play here. I think if you've got Naheem Hines or Deontay Hardy, you like the idea. Because what's the worst case? You know, obviously, a fumble or a turnover is the worst case, but... Are you really that upset if they return it and you start at the 23 or the 20? No, I agree with you. I think that's to the right. 20, you know what I mean? Like, I think back yeah. to the Patriots game and you don't win that game without Naheem Hines in making those plays. So, I don't know. I, I think teams might be not really receptive to the rule change because they're trying to hide things that they don't have on special teams, maybe too. Like, if you're not a good special teams, if you don't have good personnel on your special teams units, then maybe you would be more opposed to it. And the Bills always say how much they care about special teams. So That's this right. should be something that they favor. Um, yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, you're probably right. It probably doesn't change much, but I do think it will change some things here or there for some teams, and that's where I'm interested to see, like, what teams will try to take advantage or not take advantage, what teams will just basically say, hey, you know, we're still going to do everything like we normally do. All right, um, we got to get out of here. We'll do that here very quickly before I go. I'm going to ask you to give me, if you take a look, we've t- you know how we've talked about the Bills' road schedule, like in all the good yes. games. Take a look at their home schedule, okay? Take out the yep. London game. Do not count it as a home game, all right? Yep. You are a Bills fan who goes to one game a year. One okay. game a year. What is the game you're going to at home this year? Ooh. Um, you choose any think, game. What's hmm. the most att- attractive game to you for whatever reason? That is a great question. Okay. I would say hmm, – this is tricky. Because I'm I've, I'm between three games, okay? The, right. the games I'm between are the uh-huh. Raiders at home, the home opener, uh-huh. the next home game, which is the Dolphins on October 1st. One o'clock, the, beautiful October 1st, yep. And, and the Cowboys at the end of the season. Ooh, yeah. Personally, I don't in mind. in December, though. You got to remember that. That's what I was going to say. If you were planning a trip to come to Buffalo, like if you are not in Buffalo, if you're not in Western New York, I think I would take the Dolphins game. An elite fall day against a division opponent, a good team. You probably have a healthy two at that point. It's early in the season. I want to see that game. If you're somebody who lives in Buffalo and you just go to one game a year and this is not like a trip here, then I'm taking the Cowboys game because it's not like you get to see the Cowboys in Buffalo very often. It's late in the season, so there's playoff implications. It's a 425 game, which is cool, especially at that point in the season. You'll have like the first quarter will be light out, and then it'll be dark, and the lights will be on and everything. So that would be my answer. If you're local, I would say the Cowboys. If you're traveling from out of town and you want to get your Buffalo Bills experience, I'd say the Dolphins. How about you? I love the way you laid it out. I think I'd go Raiders over Dolphins, though. Home opener. I want to see mm-hmm. my team win, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, know, you never know. The Dolphins could spoil the party mm-hmm. there. Um, it's going to be beautiful. September 17th, great time to come to Orchard Park. 
I debated the Giants Sunday night football against the New York Giants and Brian Dable. That's going to be cool, right? I mean, yeah, I think so. But it is a night game. It's tougher. Um, man, I even thought about the other night games, Buccaneers, Broncos. Those are night games. You think, you know, it's, a t- it's cool to go to the n- a night game. But I think I say Raiders home opener just because that time of year, you think they're going to win. It's just it's it's warm out. I think that's what I would choose. Guess what I did 10 minutes before we hopped on this podcast to start recording. Bought tickets to the Raiders game. Uh, no, uh, I oh. booked my flight. I booked my flight to London is what I did. Love it. When you going? Yeah. So I'll leave Wednesday. It's, right. But, you know, with the time difference, it, it really is just kind of a lost day. So getting yeah. super late on Wednesday evening and then boots on the ground, get started on Thursday. It's going yeah. to be nonstop and it's going to be awesome. I know there's t- I've heard from so many Bills fans who are trying to make this trip. So many Bills fans. So I'm excited to kind of see how many people ultimately end up going. I can tell you I know of two Bills fans who are definitely making the trip. And that is my parents because they also booked a flight to get to London to go watch the Bills play. So they're very excited about that, too. So uh, it'll be cool. I can tell you two more fans, my wife and son. They will be there. Yeah, there you go. So They'll be in Germany, then France, then London. They're they're making an excursion out of it, and then I get to go basically for a couple days. Yeah, so basically what I'm thinking, too, is I'm glad you brought up the Germany and Paris or France point because that's something I think my parents are trying to do, too. They're going to hop on a train, and they've never been to Paris. So what a cool way to knock it out that you're already over there. You hop on a train, you go to Paris for a day, and then you come back, and then you watch the Buffalo Bills play football. Talk about a culture just shock of two different things of like, oh, go have wine and cheese at the base of the Eiffel (laughs) Tower and then get on a train and then you watch the Bills play the Jags for some good old Buffalo fun. All right, we got to get out of here. Thanks for joining us as always. Subscribe, download all that neat jazz, YouTube on video as well, at Sal Sports is the YouTube channel. But of course, all the audio that you could ever need at Always Game Day in Buffalo is right there at iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app. Matt, Channel 7, WKBW-TV in Buffalo. And um, Matt, I mean, have a great Memorial Day weekend, buddy. I don't know what you got planned. It's going to be beautiful out, though. I am playing my third and fourth round of golf of the year tentatively. I am playing in a tournament this weekend. So we'll see how I do. I think I've heard from people that your handicap skyrockets when you have a child. And I have not. I've maybe played once since I had our daughter, so it's going to be ugly. It's going to be very ugly, quite frankly. How about you? You got any big plans? Uh, yeah, we have a baseball tournament, actually, um, a Little League tournament. So it was always a good Memorial Day tournament going on in North Buffalo. Show shown. Come on out, watch some kids play baseball. But, yeah, we got a baseball tournament going on, and um, I'll, I'll try to get a little golfing eventually. I mean, I did play a little bit. I'm, I'm playing now uh, on a Wednesday night league with some of the WGR guys. A uh, little nine-hole Delaware Park action, so that's cool to get my golf fix in. But otherwise, yeah, otherwise going to be a lot of baseball this weekend. So enjoy, enjoy the weekend with um, you and your family, and enjoy the weather out there. And everybody have a great, happy, safe, healthy Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk to you next time, and it's always game day in Buffalo.